I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome along to the T20 World Cup Shackles Are Off Daily Podcast. Um, <laughs> you're right, Chris, it is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. You said that on the last pod, and it's, um, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. This is episode four. We've got Alex Hartley, former England spinner and now commentator, podcaster, um, joining us shortly. And uh, can't wait to talk to Alex, actually, because our paths have crossed, well, like a few times, but never actually had a proper chance to have a good chat with her. So looking forward to that. Um, and she's like a bigger England cricket fan as you can get, proper badger. But um, enough of that, we'll talk to her shortly. Chris, how good are England? How good are England? Unbelievable. Since our last podcast, we've absolutely annihilated the Aussies and recently done the same to Sri Lanka, although a closer game than, than the Aussies. Who'd have predicted that at the start of the, start of the tournament? But um, no, let, let's first focus on the ashes uh, on the ashes that's coming up and looking at some of those Aussie players. I know it's a T20, I know the format's completely different, but you just think if there's a little bit of momentum to come, Ben Stokes is around, we've demolished him in the T20s with a lot of their players that will be playing in the test also playing. I think it, I think it could do us a good mental, mental favour. And let's not forget our mate Saqib on the last podcast. He called it, didn't he? Yeah, I know he did. Like properly nailed this course to the mast as well, which for like somebody who's a player, you don't really expect, but he just said it so so like casually, didn't he? Uh, there was a moment of realization where he kind of looked at us and thought, Oh, what have I said? But <laughs> sorry, yeah, we, he did say that. But as soon as <laughs> as soon as the result came out, he was very quick on Twitter, wasn't he, to just say, Told you. Oh mate, <laughs> like as soon as the match had finished, he was straight in on Twitter. Good lad. Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top man. He was, yeah, he was great. He was great, great guest actually on the podcast. Um, actually, brilliant. But yeah, it was an absolute pace in that with the Aussies, and you know, it wasn't just like a sort of a five wicket win away. I mean, it was like an absolute pasting. Um, so you're right, and it is a different format, of course it is. But somebody actually was talking to me a bit of a cricket badger. They were saying England played um, a, the, a T20 just before the Ashes in 05 against the Aussies, and hey, absolutely. Hey. Hasten. Yeah, there we go. And it was like, you know, it was the first T20 between the two sides, I think. And yeah, there we go. So, um, you know, if that's setting it to. 
that's, it, that's... It's just it's just whatever the format, whatever the day, whatever the sport, whatever whatever tiddlywinks, then it just breaks <laughs> watch England batter Australia. <laughs> if I could have a season ticket to England battering Australia at, at anything, I would. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> I like that. Going to get a season ticket where it's guaranteed England win against Australia at any sport. That would be good. I mean, the, you couldn't put a price on that, could you? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, Sri Lanka game was good as well. I've just been watching it this afternoon and also listening to it, bizarrely, with Alex on the co-commentary. So that'll be a bit weird. As we record this, it's like literally, what, two hours after the game's finished? So it'll be a bit strange when we talk to Alex because um, I've been tilting around in the car and you know, she was basically telling me what was happening. It's quite good. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Also, um, just to mark your card, we've, we've been talking about Sixers Cricket Club. It is brilliant. I keep seeing people on Instagram um, posting stuff there just completely by coincidence. And it is great, isn't it? So good. In fact, Toby Tarrant, who we had on episode one of this mini World Cup series, he had a birthday bash there the other day, actually, and uh, he was posting some videos. And then, actually, a couple of your mates from um, who you went to the football with on Saturday went to watch the mighty Exeter beat Salford City. <laughs> a couple of your pals ended up going to Sixes in Manchester. It's brilliant, isn't it? Um, it's so good. You've been, haven't you? But like, I'm, I've got to say, Chris, for those listeners, Chris is actually a good batsman. I'll give it a good whack. Some of the standards I've seen on You're Instagram. Doing it right, mate. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a bit, I know, I know. But you know what I mean. Some of the some of the stuff I've seen on there, like you know, girls going out for a night out with the heels on and like clunking it about. It's actually really good fun for everyone, isn't it? That's the point I'm trying to make, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, so um, perfect place for a Christmas party. Birmingham is opening just before Christmas, 16th of December. That's a great venue, great audience as well in Birmingham to go to that bar. And 10% off food and drinks with Barmy 10 between now and Christmas. So just use that code in your booking notes or at one of uh, the venues. How good's that? Brilliant. And it's genuinely, I know it's an advert, quite obviously, but it's brilliant. So, yeah. And, it's, and it's a good, there's some adverts that, that have been done in the past that, that might have been clearly an advert. <laughs> However, this is genuinely a, a great thing that we chat about anyway, as well as doing an ad and promoting them and having a really good partnership with Sixers, because the Barmy Army Sixers obviously go hand in hand. It's just great fun. You and I would 100% be there oh. uh, by hook or by crook just to watch watch you struggle on uh, amateur <laughs> mode. There's not, there's, not a, there's not a bowling, there's not a bowling bit. You know, you can't have a bowl, can you? Which is a shame because I could bowl some like, little loopy leggies for everyone to whack. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be fun for all the family. Yeah. <laughs> enough of that at the um, Fans World Cup mate but we, we digress we digress yeah we do we do uh, also just to want to say as well because we, we kind of just end the podcast quite abruptly and just say bye but uh, thanks so much for everybody who's been getting in touch with questions and responding and sending songs into Chorus Corner and that kind of stuff it's brilliant so yeah we'll get into this podcast with Alex Hartley talk all things England talk about her talk about her podcast talk about uh, legend of the week shocker of the week I think there's a bit of a non-contest for legend of the week he's certainly on a cricketing front and we've got an absolute belting chorus corner to come just so, a thought Greggy yeah you know producer Chuck remember the absolute stinker that he had on the last podcast with Saqib uh-huh. uh, a bit of an embarrassment he kept him on for a long long time I'm just looking at our um, podcast notes now and I can't 
see anywhere where he's included himself in Shocker of the Week. No, I can't. However, what I would say is, is that he did get quite a lot of hammer on the on the last podcast. We he thought we were going to edit a lot of that out, but now nah, I left most of it in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let it slide then. We'll let it slide. Well, we've given him a mention on this one as well for being a complete shocker. I think with uh, Shane Warne and the Liam Livingston tweet, it's quite hard to knock that off. So um, yeah, but yeah, Ch- Chuck, you're a close second to Shane Warne this week, uh, this week, mate. Just just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> right, let's get into it. It's episode four of the T20 World Cup Shackles are off daily podcast. Let's get into it. I was driving about this afternoon and I was l- l- listening to you alongside Agus oh, yeah. and et cetera. Yeah, on TMS. And I was thinking, that's weird, talking to Alex later. So, um, <laughs> I yeah. I hope I was entertaining because I've got to be. Yeah, you were. You were great <laughs> and really insightful, actually. There was some there was some stuff that, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know what was happening from the actual commentators. And then you described oh, actually what was happening. So, yeah, there we go. Um, really good. I mean, by the way, before we get into talking about you and some of the fun stuff, we look good, don't we, England? Oh, my God. So good. So good. Like even like today I was like, oh my god, they're gonna lose. And then tactically they changed the cricket ball, didn't they? And it all changed mm. from there. Mm, yeah. And well, um yeah, oh, really good. Yeah, really good. Um now you're the second player from the um women's game that we've had on. We had Danny Wyatt on just before the hundred, which obviously you were part of. I am um I'll be honest, the hundred looks so fun. Like it just oh looked god. unbelievable. Talk to us about it. It was like Easily the best tournament I've ever played in. Like, it was world-class. Like, I've been lucky enough to play in the Big Bash and in other tournaments, and it was just so much fun. And, like, every single game to get crowds like we did and even off the field was great fun as well. Um, And it was just, it was, it exceeded my expectations. Mm. Because the thing is, you know, like, you played in the Big Bash. In Australia, they're they're quite big on women's sport. There's a bit more of a parallel, isn't there? It's, It's quite, like, level. But, I mean, that was about as close as we've got in this country, isn't it? And they were getting so many cool opportunities, weren't you? <laughs> like, off the pitch, like you say. That's Was was it better than the Big Bash, would you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. easily. And not, not just because, I don't know how to describe it, because Australia have really got everything together when it comes to women's cricket. You know, they, they've yeah. been the trailblazers for years. Um, but this competition was equal from the off. And that's what made it so special. And that first night at the Oval, when we had 8,000 people coming to watch a domestic cricket game for women, we've never had that before. Normally play in front of two men and their dog, you know, and then, (laughs) you know, that's it. And a couple of family members. Um, But to have so many people, the way it was advertised, the way it was sold, um, has probably changed women's cricket in this country forever. Mm. Did it change the way you played, having so many people coming in to watch? We'd be like, oh, put on a bit of a show now <laughs> um not me personally because I've been lucky enough to play in front of thousands of people before but there are a lot of girls in our team that hadn't played in front of hundreds of people let alone thousands and Laura Jackson's a really good example of that for us so she came on to bowl at the oval and she was like my knees are clattering together I, I don't know what to do and I was like just breathe you're fine and she got a wicket with her first ball and I was like are you all right now she went no I'm even more nervous <laughs> and the more people, the more players are exposed to these, you know, situations, the more natural it will become, the more exposed they are when it 
if some of these girls then go on to play international cricket, it's not as much as a shock. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing I was, I was going to say. It literally benefits England, doesn't it, actually? And do you think, because you're skipper at Lanks now, aren't you? Are you skipper? Yeah. So that's cool. What Nice one. Well done. And, and But I mean, that, that, that's still different though, isn't it? Like we've had Dane Villas on, right? And um, it's different. It is a different job, essentially, isn't it? Like you say, with the crowds. But that's going to change now, you'd imagine, with the with the experience. Because also, you're saying thousands. It's not thousands, it's millions, because we've gone <laughs> terrestrial TV. So actually, you've got to block that out as well. <laughs> yeah, you, honestly, you don't think about the telly because if you start thinking about, you know, I think there's two million people watching that first women's game. I mean, that would scare me, let alone like some of the girls that haven't played on the telly before. So you just you just have to take every opportunity you get and and really just take it in. It's easier said than done. It is nerve wracking. But the more you get used to it, I've never seen a crowd get up and hit a four like when you've hit a four and, and they're cheering for both teams because they're, you know, it's the first game of the tournament. We're down at the Oval and they just wanted to see good cricket. And it was, it was honestly like up there with the World Cup final for me. It was incredible. Seriously. Wow. That's big. That is big. Chris. Yeah, yeah. That is it. I love Absolutely. that. Yeah, just the way that the, like the fireworks went off. And I think there's a, a video clip of Emma Lamb going out to bat and she's like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that sums it up. It was just so good. That's brilliant. That's so good. Um, also on lengths, it, it's, I mean, we've had Salty on, we've had Livy on, we've had Jimmy on, we had Sack on last week. It's turned to a bit of a Lancashire pod this, actually. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll we'll Chris on next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we're, we're both from, from Sheffield, so we're Yorkshiremen, so this needs to change, actually, Chris. All right, see you later. <laughs> oh, come on, Alex. Come on. <laughs> You're here now. You might as well stay. Um Seriously, though, it does. I'm looking on a little bit with Envy, and I'm not comparing it to heading there. I'm just comparing it to everywhere. But Old Trafford looks a really good place to be at the minute. It's, it seems like there's a bit of a buzz, and obviously just starting to do really well in all the different formats and stuff, both men and women. So that's uh, that's nice. Is it, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I love it. And, you know, we, as women's cricketers, over the last, I don't know, five or six years, we haven't actually played that much cricket at Old Trafford. We get maybe, like, one game a season, and it's like, the women, we, we, we remember them. But now... <laughs> But now we're playing there consistently and we're playing there throughout the season. And to be equal to the to the men is just, it's where women's cricket should be. You know, it's what we've been wanting for years. Um, and yeah, to play cricket at Old Trafford, the home of cricket. Come on. Yeah. Home. home of cricket. Yeah, where it rains all the time, Alex. Yeah, I know that because I work right it's next to it. It's actually not stopped raining today either. Like, it's been horrific. <laughs> it never stops raining there, does it? And I work exactly in that building where you are right now and I just drive over from sunny Sheffield and it's always teaming it down. It's horrible. There we go. <laughs> oh, dear, I'm only joking. Now, look, I, I don't know if you know the answer to this and, you, you know, you might say, come on, mate, obviously. I don't, I don't really know, but you played a lot for England being part of some amazing tours amazing experiences world cup 2017 obviously that's like the highlight alongside the hundred is what you just said um total total over the world seem to remember you doing really well in the west indies taking like loads of wickets in the west indies um i mean is do you want to be part of that again or are you just happy it's happened um it's a really tough question if you'd have asked me that a year ago i'd have said no um because it's it's you get you dream you know you've you've done everything you've achieved as wanted to achieve as a kid and then it's like torn away from you and I was lost for a while I didn't know what I wanted to do where I wanted to be and the thought of then going back into that environment like really upset me um now given the opportunity I'd be stupid to say no you know you're playing cricket for your country um, but I'm quite realistic you know I'm not I'm not good enough anymore and that's just the way it is not saying 
never say never because all it takes is a couple of good seasons. Um, I'm not retiring yet. I'm still quite young in my cricket career. Yeah, um, yeah. So never say never, but you've also got to be realistic. And I'm not good enough right now. We've got the world's best left arm spinner in Sophie Eccleston. She's 22. So I, I'm not going to knock her off. Um, but yeah, you know what? What will be will be. And me being happy and enjoying cricket is all that matters to me now. That's that's a really nice answer, actually. Yeah, that's really good. And also, like, you, you can change your opinion as well. That's the thing. You know, if you were thinking one thing a year ago, you're allowed to kind of change, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's that's really nice. It's funny, we've got, got, got some questions you'll see on Instagram. We put up a little graphic of you and got some questions in. Um, we've got a really good one on that kind of topic, actually, from Lisa on Facebook. And she actually asks, would you rather have the best podcast in the world or an England re- recall. I mean, I, I'm going to completely dispel you of any uh, prospect of having the best podcast in the world because you're on it actually right now. Well, but... you've just taken my answer away because I've already <laughs> got the best podcast in the world. <laughs> well, um... what's, what, yeah, so talk to me about, talk to me about no balls because I mean, you've kind of answered that one really, haven't you? But your, your podcast is it's going from strength to strength. BBC Sounds picked it up, which is great. Um, but for those who don't know what it is, just explain, you know, because it's you and Kate Cross do it, best mates. And you get guests on and you chew the fat, but you know, try and explain what the USP is. Um, it's No Balls Cricket Podcast, hosted by two female cricketers. One of them actually bowls No Balls all the time. So No Balls Cricket Podcast. It's just two best mates, both professional cricketers, one that still plays cricket for England, one that is a bit of a has-been. Um, but we're, we're very open and honest about mental health and where we're at. We've both been through really tough times. Um, and we want to give people an insight to show that we're human and it's okay not to be okay and, and we're there for people. Um, but equally, it is literally just me and Crossy on how we are day to day. The episode that just came out last week, I mean, we're talking about toilets and talking about knives and toasters and it's just a little bit of fun for us and a time it gives me and Crossy a chance to catch up because I don't see her all that much anymore. Um, but people a little insight into what professional cricketers are like as well yeah that's good that's good and you get guests on as well don't you is that right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we try and try and get guests on just to keep people interested I'm sure people don't (laughs) want to listen to me and Crossy every week so we try and get you know guests on around the world um we've had some amazing guests from Glenn Maxwell all the way down to Keaton Jennings so you know we literally get anyone and everyone on Poor Keaton. Um, I was going to say, throwing shade at Keaton Jennings there. No, it's not throwing shade at Keaton. That was a comparison. Um, but yeah, you know, at the minute we're we're trying to get Mark Wood on to to give a bit of insight from the World Cup and just different people, and and we grill them about their cricket career, basically. Mm. How how have you found the the transition from obviously your podcast to your TMS career? You're, you're a rising star in the TMS ranks by all accounts, and you enjoying that side of the media as well. Oh, honestly, I absolutely love it. You know, I'm a cricket nuffy and I will watch anything from T10 right through to Test Match. And the fact that I now get to commentate on it, commentate on what I would be watching anyway, it's pretty much a dream. And I I look back on my journey on where I've been and I never thought I would be a commentator, but I now couldn't think of doing anything different. Yeah. Hey, there's, there's a lot of opportunity as well now, isn't there? That's the thing. These people like Ali Mitchell and Isha and whatever, who've kind of shown that, you know, for a female cricketer, you have got a chance and platform and people love listening to Ebony as well. And it's great. I think it's brilliant. It was um, it was funny, actually, listening to the pod, um, listening to the um, coverage earlier. 
and Aggers was on about, um, he was saying, oh, everybody's got a podcast these days and, and this kind of stuff. I was thinking if only he knew that you were coming on to ours later. <laughs> yeah, I actually said on air, so he couldn't say no. Well, you're going to come on, aren't you? And he was like, yeah, all right then. So now oh, he's going to come on. So yeah, tactics. <laughs> Good luck pinning Aggers down, I tell you. Good luck with that. Uh, but yeah, brilliant. Uh, right, some more questions from the uh, from the social media stuff. Then we'll get into legend and shocker of the week. By the way, are you aware that you were last week's shocker of the week on this podcast? You what? And, shocker? What? What? What have I done? You and you and a teeth. No, was you know exactly what I'm referring <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It did tickle us. It did tickle us. Sack didn't really get it. He was like, I "Don't I don't really know know what's what's funny about that." We were like, "Come on." Quite funny. Literally a bloke saying they're familiar with breasts. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's quite it's amusing. On 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 the very highbrow TMS as well. <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh right, Freya on Instagram. Advice to young female cricketers in a male world. Um you've got to own it. You know, you've you've got to be strong. Um it's tough. It is really tough. Um but if you're good enough to play in that team, believe believe in yourself because you wouldn't get picked if you weren't good enough. Um, stand your ground, prove people wrong. And if and when you get stick, because you will, just literally be like, I'm going to let the cricket do the talking. And most importantly for me is always play as long as you're enjoying it. Yeah, nice. That's good. Like, you're very like prosaic. I like it. You're giving some good, solid advice here on this podcast. Um, Esteban asks, which is quite ironic considering the question that he asks, is <laughs> which cricketer's name gives you the most giggles when you're commentating? Oh, it's got to be Decock, hasn't it? Like, <laughs> Decock's out. Yeah, correct. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Get the cock out for the lads is a famous Barmy Army song. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be him and Hardik Pandya. Hardik. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's the fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really childish and I giggle on air, so I have to turn my microphone off. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> hey, at least you can. You know, that's good. Very that's good. Um, you didn't do a very good job of that there with the BAPS thing, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> you sat on your hands at the time, couldn't reach the switch. It was like, what's it <laughs> Oh, it was great. It was really good. And then also, uh, from a certain Crossy16 on Instagram, there's a story behind this as well. Uh, do you think the fact that you beat Joss Butler at a six-hitting competition has motivated him during this World Cup? I'll tell you what, if you're getting beaten by a tailender, in fact, a very solid number 11, I reckon he went home and was like, I need to sort my shit out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I didn't you just beat him. I, I absolutely thrashed him. What was this in? What was, what was, where was this at? I missed this. It, it was at um, the Sixers Cricket Bar. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and I actually reverse hit a six left-handed, and he was like, "I think you've been batting the wrong way around your whole career, Alex." <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the, maybe you both went away with something to think about that night. Maybe we did. <laughs> Excellent, love that, love that. Right, uh, we're going to do um, shocker of the week, right? And you just, if you agree or disagree, I don't know. So, shocker of the week, it comes via the BBC Sport live commentary of the uh, Australia game, it included a tweet. Uh, from a certain Shane Warne calling Liam Livingston a part-time off-spinner. The very next update on the live commentary was Matthew Wade getting caught off the bowling of Liam Livingston. 
Um, <laughs> absolute shocker. And it's also worth pointing out that Liam Livingston now has more wickets than India in this T20 World Cup so far. India have two and he has three. So uh, there you go. So, oh, I mean, that, that, well, four after today as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, he had a shot. It's a shocker from Shane Warne, that isn't it? Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, you know what? I, I agree. That is a shocker. But I can sa- kind of see where he's coming from because he's got to have an opinion. He's probably just put something out there. Um, but yeah, shocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shocker. That's that's deservedly shocker of the week. And you'll agree with this. The man that you beat at six hitting, Joss Butler, um, he's legend of the week. Um, first man to score 100 for England um, across all three formats and obviously averaging like 200 odd this competition or something. I know Heather Knight did it for, um, she's done it for the women's, doesn't she? So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's quite something. Um, Right. So chorus corner, Alex, have you got a bit of a, like a Louis Walsh kind of trained ear for, you know, a good tune and and being involved in this, in in, in the stands, you know, you you, basically, do you like sitting in the stands when everyone's going mental and singing songs? Well, who doesn't like, as long as I've got a pint in my hand, I'm happy. Right. Okay. Chris, is Alex going to be part of the Barmy Army? Can Alex be part of the Barmy Army whenever she wants? Of course, of course. Always welcome. Yes. Great. Well, even so, we've got this song to play. It was sent in by the Barmy Army operations manager, essentially uh, the man who organises everything to do with the Barmy Army, Matt. He's a busy man. (laughs) Obviously, Chris, you obviously don't work him hard enough. Um, producer Chuck, have you got this to hand? This song, so we can play it in. Yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. All right, yeah. Go, go on, take take it away. No, it's not so long. I mean, that's number four. I'm the right man for the job. I wish I was doing just for the day. Scoring runs of fun. Well, the odds in the way. I wish I was doing just for the day. What do you think of that, Alex? Do you know what? It's actually quite good, isn't it? Oh, it's good. Chris, there's a story behind this, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. We were um, we were chatting to the scouting for girls manager about doing a tune um, for the Ashes this time around if we were going to be able to travel over there. And it, this got floated in the office and we thought we'd put some lyrics to it for them. But obviously, we've not been able to go to Australia this year. So therefore, we can't take Scout for Girls with us. But I reckon on the next tour, we'll take them and that can be the anthem. I love that. I, I might be a little triangle player for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> You're in the band. You made it. I love that. That's great. I had no idea you were talking to Scouting for Girls, by the way, about a track for the, for the Ashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big Barmy Army fans and they're massive cricket fans as well. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. It's, you know what? it's great that. Yeah. And also, just so you know, this Matt who who did, who did this song, Alex, he was singing that at a karaoke bar in Sheffield the other night and it was all over his Instagram story. And I'm like, that was pretty good, actually. So I'm glad that we've managed to get him on. Outstanding. Yeah, he hasn't nailed the work-life balance, has he, bless him? No, he's taking work to the karaoke. I love it. Good on him. Good on him. Um, Alex, um, what's what's next for you this winter? Are you uh, you sort of feet up training with Lanks over here or are you away commentating anywhere? What's the plan? Bit of both, actually. I had fitness testing this weekend, which is a disaster. Um, so I've got to get fit. But we've got pre-season starting on Wednesday, um, the 3rd of November. So I'm in three times a week with that. And then in January, go out with the BBC for the Women's Ashes and then straight to New Zealand for the Women's World Cup to do some commentary. 
Oh, what a winter that is, by the way. I tried to get on the men's ashes, but I'm not quite big, big wig enough yet. Oh, no. Yet. Well, yeah, yet. <laughs> not be long. I know, I think long. so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well done. Um, enjoy that. That's going to be quality. We're yeah. right jealous about that, aren't we? Oh. Well, I'm trying to like say if you can yeah. fly me out as early as possible and I might catch the end of the men's stuff as well and you know sit with a barmy army and watch. Yeah, exactly. Quite right. We need all the support we can get by the sounds of it at the minute. Brilliant. Awesome. Well, have a great, have a great one. Um, thanks so much for coming on. It's been great chatting to you. And um no well, I would say I'd see you in see you in Salford at Glamorous Media City, but you're gonna be in all these places. So <laughs> wow. nice one. I'm still here all the time. I'd see you yeah. in Australia. Yes, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Well, you welcome any time with the Barmy Army. You've had it from the man himself, Chris. So, uh, yeah, perfect. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks Alex. Much. Thank you. Nice one. Take it easy. Thank you. See you later. Thanks for having me. Bye bye. Podcast Network.